0: Hi, CityCast listeners. If Houston had its own Mount Rushmore, what four people would we want on it? Today, producers Carlyon Jones, A.K. Al Moman, and I are arguing for our rosters. It's Thursday, October 13th, 2022. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. All right. A.K. and Carly, before we really get rolling and talk about the hard stuff, talk about who should be on Houston's Mount Rushmore, can I just say that I have the guy to be the sculptor?
1: Who is it? It is
0: David Attickeys. He is the guy who made that giant Sam Houston that looms over I-45 out in Huntsville. (laughs) He made the Beatles that are at 8th Wonder Brewing. He made... Mount Rush Hour, which is just one of the funniest public sculptures in Houston. It's as you're going into downtown at I-45 and I-10, and you see those heads, um, the giant heads, there's George Washington, there's Abraham Lincoln, there's Stephen F. Austin, and Sam Houston. And you know, I don't think those are necessarily the four that make sense for Houston, you know? (laughs) I don't think Abraham Lincoln ever stopped by, George Washington. Died before we existed, but you know it's a start, and he's got the style. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
1: true. You got the right I idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little bit silly that style, but you know that's kind of I think where we're going today. So <laughs> a little pop culture, <laughs> bigger than life. Yeah. Who belongs on it? So, all right, let's get going. A okay, K, who do you think should be the four people on? Houston's Mount Rushmore
2: yeah I was debating how to approach this the entire time we were kind of discussing this Mm -hmm. so I landed on wanting more of a variety of people people who represented more facets of the city I almost just ended up with all rappers (laughs) I almost put in Mike Jones in there (laughs) Trey uh, I mean I know that DJ Screw is really important to the sound of Houston, mm-hmm. but I felt like he was going to come up enough in this conversation mm-hmm. that I could give someone else their like shine here. So uh, Slim Thug almost ended up on the list, and I haven't listened to Slim Thug in like five years. Like, so like <laughs> it, it was about to be like an all rapper list. No but I did Bunby almost, but I found yeah. out that they are from what Port is it? Port Arthur. But he's here sandwiches. now. He's
0: ours now. I yeah. know,
2: but like, then I have to talk about UGK, uh-huh. and then I would actually yep. put Pimp C over Bun B because I think right. Pimp C was more... Like, it would have been a whole debate. Okay. But I decided to go with another complicated rapper to start mine off mm-hmm. with. So I would have loved to put all of the ghetto boys on the Mount Rushmore just, <laughs> just together. Just the four ghetto boys? Face. Yeah, but, but if I had to pick just one... Just one. I would put Scarface. Oh, I think okay. I think when Scarface joined the Ghetto Boys, I think the only Southern rap that was around was like Florida and it was two life crew. And like they gave the grit and grime that like eventually evolved into what Atlanta used for their more jazzier style. Yeah. It was very grimy beats. It was like very dirty, mm-hmm. very raunchy. The group exploded because of the addition of Scarface. I mean, they got their biggest fan base from there, they started touring, they became for a while the sound of like Southern rap. Mm -hmm. That is number one, that is number one. Number two, I went because film speaks to my heart, it's my therapy. I have to put Richard Lanklater mm-hmm. on a Mount Rushmore that represents what I love about Houston. I think Richard had a life that like fits every little Texan boy who grew up. He played football in uh-huh. high school, transferred to a different school. So he, he played for a legendary coach, he played for Joe Clements for a high school football team. Yeah, he played that. for Joe Clements. Yeah, uh, he then transferred to Bel Air High School so he could play for a better baseball coach, Mm. went to Sam Houston University, dropped out while being like a draftable baseball player to go work on an oil rig. (laughs) This is the most Uh, Texan
0: life, Uh uh-huh.
2: Exactly, he he read novels and books while he was on the oil rig, ended up coming back.
0: Uh
2: (laughs) Yeah, decided to become a filmmaker looked around at Houston, which is the most disappointing part. He decided to go to Austin to start the Austin Film Society and basically built his career from there. Okay, but he set Boyhood
0: directed. here, <clears throat> yes, which is one of the great yes. films ever. So I mean, I and also one of the
2: that. most dedicated films. He filmed Later, out over how many of years? F- 12 years, uh, a, a four to six week chunk every year for 12 years. He filmed Patricia Arquette, Ethan Hawke, and the little boy as he grew up. Uh, it's a fantastic gimmick. I think he's doing another one now that's going to take him 24 years or something. Oh, wow. So he really loves the <laughs> habit of it. He also, oh, I hope by he's the way, for our, our it, listeners, yeah. Yeah. Richard Linklater directed School of Rock, Decent Confuse, and the Sunset Trilogy. So, like, he has a he has a very wide like yeah. broad
1: interest in film and I think he's
2: been a really influential director. Does he not know
1: film? that he can just like go get makeup artists to make people look older? <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I mean 24 years you don't even but know if you're going to be alive.
0: Kid grow up is just this is the greatest film. The other thing that he did recently was Apollo 10 and a Half, which was also set in Houston. Yeah. You have this cartoony Yes great Houston kid who goes to the moon. Yeah, on in a more secret recent mission. years, you know, and I
2: think he's been mm-hmm. revisiting his childhood in Houston. So, that's why I think there's an argument for him to end up on Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. even though he betrayed us to go to Austin. Yeah. Uh, the next show I will go through pretty quickly cuz I think we're going to talk about we're going to talk about one of them a lot. Beyonce, I think it's illegal <laughs> <course>. for me <laughs> uh, in my 20s to not have Beyonce. Yeah. I think it's a correct law. For every twenty-year-old to have Beyoncé on our Mount Rushmore, I don't think Houston ends up on any type of map if it wasn't for Beyoncé. Mm-hmm. I'll add and a little bit Solange. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think Destiny's Child, Beyoncé, what she's accomplished. Lemonade is probably one of the greatest pop albums ever written, one of the best heartbreak albums ever written. Uh, but do you think she'll ever so. live
0: here again? <laughs> She's from Houston, you know. She talks about this being I, like, you know, where she keeps it real. But that's not where she's gonna live. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. true.
2: But like, she comes back. She still puts. My, she still comes back to Fifth Ward. She visits the the. Whenever there is a major election here, she'll come up and like mm-hmm. endorse the whatever Democratic candidate there is, and like push for. Black issues and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. I think she still has a threat to the city. I think Meg in a few years might give her some really strong. in the Stallion. Meg was awesome. Yeah, yeah Meg the Cyan was going to be on my list, but I think she needs a few more years. But she just received the key of the city. Like Meg is really important to the city, and. We should, like, if we make this next year, I think Meg adds up on the Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. because I think she's done a lot. If
0: she founds that medical <laughs> care empire here, then yeah. I'm all yeah, for
2: that. Yeah, all that uh, yeah, uh, mental health stuff, like, she has been phenomenal. But the fourth one I wanted to add, because I know a lot of people would have wanted me to put someone from ZZ Top, Kenny Rogers on here. Uh, maybe even like DJ Screw would have been a great addition, or MAG. But I wanted to give someone who doesn't usually get a lot of shine who came from our city, uh, Brittany Greener, who's currently being held in a Russian prison for uh, possession charges for marijuana. One of the greatest players
0: in the WNBA.
2: exactly one of the greatest centers to have ever played in the WNBA she elevated women's sports with like Serena Williams with Simone with all of those people she elevated women's sports to the mainstream at a level we've never seen before Um, yeah and I think she should get her shot she is from our city she reps our city she loves our city I truly believe that you would try to play for a Comets team if we still had them. But, hey, it's a shame that <laughs> Houston doesn't have the greatest women's basketball team of all time anymore. But, hey, anyway. But, yeah, those are my four. I will argue for all of those. Okay. That's what I
0: present. All right, Carly, what about you? So for me,
1: um, I thought about these categories and breaking it up into things that, you know, I, I wanted a diverse, basically. I wanted mm-hmm. a diverse category of athletes, um, celebs, um, politicians, and just people that I felt really gave Houston a overall view. So, of course, I put Beyonce on there. Had of course. to, just like AK. Yes. Um, yeah. Because mm-hmm. Beyonce is who put us on the map, just like you said. like. Oh, we Maybe. existed
0: before Beyonce. We
1: did. And like.
0: <laughs> but you we know, were a pale, sad city? What?
1: <laughs> not even yes. pale, yes, sad. Actually, that is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, you know, when everybody thinks of Texas and when we think of Houston, they think Beyonce. That's the first thing they think. Yeah. So she is a 28 time mm-hmm. Grammy Award winning, 26 MTV Award winning, 24 NAACP Award winning. 31 BET Awards, 17 Soul Train Music Awards. This is more than any singer, at least female singer, mm-hmm. for all of these categories. She's amazing. Like, yeah, amazing, guess. you yeah. know? So it was the, yeah. there was no way that I couldn't put her on Mount Rushmore. I know that's, like, probably the most cliche answer first, but...
0: Well, but Mount Rushmore's kind of about cliches. I don't you remember don't
2: an era yeah. of my life. I don't remember like a chunk of my life without there being a Beyonce song mm-hmm. that was a part of the playlist to my like life. It, like, wow. You can't make a movie about like us who were born like in the late early and late nineties mm-hmm. if you don't put a Beyonce soundtrack on top of it. I don't think it's possible. They
1: put like a um like a clip <clears throat> together for her birthday this year mm-hmm. and it was like all her music eras, like from whenever she started to now. Yeah. And there's like literally almost no years that she took a break without a hit. Like, it's crazy, like. Yeah, it's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah.
2: Like, like Upgrade You, or is it like, like Halo, uh, Box of the, like, yes. there, there's, I, you could, Becky with the good hair, like, yeah. it doesn't stop. Destiny's <laughs> Child, like, I, it, it just doesn't stop. Like, you could go as far back as you want. Exactly.
1: Like, it's full of classics. Phenomena. Full of yeah. everything. So, definitely have to put And Beyonce. her new album is
2: bomb. Her new album is fire. Mm-hmm. Her new album is so good. But,
1: yeah. And then, so, um, my next person, I did Simone Biles, because I wanted an athlete on there, and she's an amazing athlete, like, one of the greatest athletes. Well, gymnasts, for sure. The greatest Arguably gymnast Arguably one of the greatest time.
0: athletes ever. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Honestly. She is a seven time Olympic gold medalist and she's tied with Shannon Miller for the most Olympic medals won by an American gymnast. Um, mm-hmm. She has 25 world championship medals and yeah. is the most decorated gymnast in history. So there was no way that I couldn't put her on this.
0: You're not faced at all by that thing with the Olympics where she said, no, I'm not going out.
1: That was, to me, that was actual, like,
2: actually brave. Like, genuinely brave.
0: That's an argument for her on it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I was definitely gonna say that it was, like, more so, like, a courageous thing at the end of the day, because your mental health is always what comes first. No one else is gonna be able to deal with the battles that you have to deal with internally. So, like, I respect her for doing that. Um, Yeah, and it's
0: also turning around, that old Houston, old Texas, you know, I can do it no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, like, but I always thought it was really,
2: really, and un- like a lot, a lot of those Olympic like videos where they quote unquote show inspirational moments where like these girls are either breaking their foot or broke like a muscle or, or tore a muscle or something and get back on the floor to do something, like that shortened their careers by so much that hampered their ability to like. Create beautiful movement again. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine mm-hmm. how how she went through that. Like, no, I think that her taking care of herself and finding her like mental like self that way mm-hmm. is very powerful, mm-hmm. and it should teach a lot of people not to push themselves until they burn out or break themselves. Yeah. Like, one hundred percent great
1: lesson. Yeah, for, people. for sure. Yeah, and Simone grew mm-hmm. up in Spring, Texas, and. She was raised by her grandparents and is now engaged to a Houston Texan football player, Jonathan Owens. So I love seeing the two you know, of them together.
0: Him so yes. tall and her so small. <laughs>
1: yes, so. but it's Texas to the fullest, so I love the whole yeah. idea of it. My next person was DJ Screw. I felt like mm-hmm. I had to put him on there, too, mm-hmm. because he literally kind of shaped the culture of our music here. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, Houston music wouldn't be Houston music without him. He is like what we're recognized for in other states. And Mm -hmm. so he had to be on there. He was super influential. Um, He was the leader of the Screwed Up Click. We've had an episode on on DJ Screw Mm -hmm. before. And honestly, he passed away when he was 29. And he had already released 350 mixtapes by the time of his passing. That just shows you like how hardcore he went in his career, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. in such a short time period.
2: Yeah, and Florida stole our style. I'm going call out Florida, they stole our style. <laughs> Lil Wayne made each one of his albums and mixtapes chopped and screwed mm. because of DJ Screwed Out. That, that, that is 100% homage. That's homage, that's influence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is it, is it influence? Is it influence? <laughs> yeah. Or you think it's yeah. <laughs> it theft? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Credit him and it's theft. Yeah, they kind of copped our style.
1: So for my last one, I thought about some different people just like AK. I thought about Megan Thee Stallion because she is a great representation. She reps Houston to the fullest. Like, Mm -hmm. I definitely thought about her. But just like AK said, um, she has a little bit more – transforming to do to become into her icon stance so it's 100 yeah gotta yeah. give it give it a little bit more time mm-hmm. i even thought about putting drake on there because mm-hmm. even though he's not from no. houston he he reps oh. houston more than most people that live mm-hmm. here like but he, does he reflect well on us um I think so. I love Drake, personally, though. I love Drake. He's always here. He's always giving back to Houston as if he is actually from here. Um, Trade the Truth was a great one, too. Shout out to AK. He said that. He does a ton for the city. Yeah. Um, but I landed on Barbara Jordan. She is the first black woman elected to the Texas Senate um, since Reconstruction. She became the first black woman from the South to serve on Congress, and she also was a professor at the LBJ School of Public Affairs at UT Austin, which is my college. So (laughs) I used to always pass by um, a statue of her going to class, and yeah, she's just a great representation of empowerment, and Mm -hmm. being a, a strong black woman through such hard periods of life so I had to put her on there
0: yeah amen I mean it hacks me off that Austin has statues of Barbara Jordan and Houston does not mm-hmm. have a big one <laughs> I mean Barbara Jordan is the one non-negotiable on my Mount Rushmore for Houston mm-hmm. you know she is one of the greats and you know inspiring not just for black women but for anybody who cares about democracy mm-hmm She gave some of the greatest speeches in U.S. history. You know, she had that voice of God by gum. And like in 1974, when Richard Nixon was up for impeachment, she stood up and, you know, with all of America actually watching these hearings on TV, um, in that great deep voice She noted that they were there to talk about the Constitution and that the Constitution had not always been good to people like her, Mm -hmm. not to African Americans, not to women. She said, I felt somehow for many years that George Washington and Alexander Hamilton just left me out by mistake, Mm -hmm. but through the process of amendment, interpretation, and court decision, I have finally been included in We the People. My faith in the Constitution is whole. You know, she boomed this. It is complete. Yeah. It is total. And I am not going to sit here and be an idle spectator to the diminution, the subversion, the destruction of the Constitution. Mm-hmm. You know, and even now, listening to that, I get chills. You know, I get chills because it feels like the Constitution is under threat now.
1: Yeah. I for get sure. chills
0: because, you know. Where are the people standing up for that right mm-hmm. now? You know. Anyway, we need more Barbara Jordans. She is a hero again. of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I
2: was just gonna say, <clears throat> uh, this might reflect poorly on me, but I'm learning so much because this is the first time I've heard of Barbara Jordan. Oh, and, oh
0: my much. God, AK, Like this is why we mm-hmm. need a giant statue of Barbara Jordan. If I get rid of the mm-hmm. rest of the Mount Rushmore, and we just have, <laughs> Like a giant Sam Houston on I-45-sized statue of Barbara Jordan. Yeah. Then my work like here is done. Like the Lincoln
2: Memorial, but for Barbara Jordan. Right.
0: Freeway yeah. access road. That is what we need. Wow. So, and then, like... She sounds incredible. She is a great human being. And I forgive her for going to UT and teaching, Carly. I understand. <laughs> she should have stayed here in Houston, but all right. Um... So, and then after that, I'm willing to, like, think about who else is important enough. So, like, there's some historic figures, obviously. There's Sam Houston, Mm -hmm. who our city is named for, you know, the general who won Texas War of Independence back in 1836. Um, He's kind of a mess. I'm not sure that he's inspirational and already... He's got the giant statue out in Huntsville. Yeah, but maybe, maybe we should. I'll think about him. I will I will hear that argument. Um, I was thinking about I feel like
2: what? it's a complicated. it has it has, I don't know. Sam Houston and F Austin are both while extremely complicated people. One could argue that they're either extreme visionaries who were brave to pursue what they wanted or delusional egomaniacs who thought that they could control the world. It is a very hard line. There's like a very thin line between those two. I mean, people, yeah,
0: who achieve big things politically are often on that line. You know, Sam Houston was generally opposed to slavery i don't know i i I can see both arguments on him i thought about the allen brothers and also charlotte allen who was married to one of them and it was really her money that helped found houston but houston's founders oh my god it was a real estate scam are we maybe that belongs on our mount rushmore maybe they used to publish these ads that had Like pictures of mountains and little alpine villages, you know, like talking about the healthful climate. And y'all know that ain't Houston, right? (laughs) That's not Houston, yeah. That is is 100%. But that is... Come by some property. But this idea... We don't know. You know, we were started as a real estate scam. That does seem very Houston. But I'm not sure I want to admire them. And also, like, they would take up multiple (laughs) slots. And I'm not sure I want to... If I've only got Mm. four slots, I don't think they get it. I thought about, you know, maybe one of the guys from Enron, maybe Jeff Skilling, because scandal and corporate skullduggery seem a piece of Houston. But I don't think I want to admire them. In I that love way. how
2: Lisa. I love how Lisa's thinking not just in like inspiration, yeah. but like let's let's enjoy all the multifaceted <laughs> aspects of Houston. Yeah. It's yeah. darkness and it's light. Yeah. Like let's just go as. Well, deep to the swamp as possible. Well, we're a swamp.
0: Now. Come on. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. But I'm, yeah. I'm coming back. I'm saying I want the Barbara Jordan standard. I want people I purely admire. Yes. You know, I was thinking historically, Lightnin' Hopkins, um, great blues player. He's ours. Maybe he belongs on there. I don't know. Like, Lightnin' and the blues in some ways don't seem super Houston, but it's great music, you know. I was thinking about food, and
1: um, Lisa has like thousands of categories.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, she was I was. Going this was like a great thing to think about. Yeah. While I'm out walking the dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm thinking, okay, what has Houston given the world? Like, you know, kolaches. There's no single great kolachi maker who set the world on fire. Mm-hmm. The person who arguably gave the world fajitas is actually here from Houston, and that is Ninfa Lorenzo. Mm. There, there are multiple claimants uh-huh. to this throne, but Ninfa is credible. And Wait, the,
2: hmm? the original Ninfas?
0: The Ninfa like? behind the original Ninfas. So, yeah, wow. at that restaurant on the east side of Houston, Ninfa and she was a widow. Um, her Italian husband, who gave them the Lorenzo last name, had died. And she and her children started that restaurant, Ninfa's.
2: And I will give it to her. I love yeah, original Ninfa's. okay. And the fact that, like, she made fajita, like, yeah. That, okay, so and that, great
0: margaritas. Um, so, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. Great I think we're definitely, like, giving a spot to Ninfa Lorenzo then. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. I've
1: never tried right. it. Okay. I should try it.
2: <laughs> the original Nymphos. Go to the original Nymphos. It's so good. The vibe is so amazing. Okay. Again, I'm back to talking about food. Yes, <laughs> I was surprised that there. you
0: didn't have all food, A.K. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <But> since
1: the, <laughs> since <laughs> y'all yeah. mentioned food, if we could put, like, I guess, a corporation on the mountain. Like oh, that the, is so
0: Houston. To give a Mount yeah. Rushmore slot yeah. to a corporation. All right, Carly. Yeah. Yeah. What Let's are you do, putting on there?
1: We have to do, and this one's for, for you, Dina. H E B, no. Water Burger. Yes. Oh my I know, God!
0: I know they. They're might not, not even be headquartered di- here. Uh-uh. I know. No. I
1: know. No. No. I
0: know, I know. No. 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 But it's did just they bribe so, you, Carly?
1: No. No. <laughs> they're just so like Texas. Like you just can't like without them. I don't know what. Texas all right, would be. all right. If
0: when we build the monument <laughs> yeah. to Texas corporations, whatever you can add, Bucky's Beaver, whatever.
1: Yes. All right.
0: No. Yeah. No. Yeah,
2: that's actually such an interesting thing. Like the Mount Rushmore for like Houston, like conglomerate, like operations. It would be HUB, Bucky's, Whataburger. But who oh would be the God. fourth? Who would take the fourth spot? Ooh. This
1: should yeah, be a whole other episode. I cannot believe y'all are building yeah, yeah. a monument yeah.
0: to corporations. All right, there we go. All right, Call I'm pulling all let well us back. know your fourth <laughs> spot, guys.
1: Let us know, because I want to know which y'all would yes. put as the fourth corporation. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Yeah,
2: that's 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 an interesting <laughs> one. Like, would you put on ExxonMobil M- or Shell? Like, who
0: would you <laughs> put <Yeah>. on? <laughs> all right, um, so other role yeah. models. Um I was also thinking about who in Houston has made an impact nationally for good. Um, And as far as a civil rights pioneer, Phyllis Fry, uh, the first transgender judge ever appointed anywhere, as far as I can tell, in the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she has a place, you know, that she really helped carve out transgender law. She was out there in the 1970s when we didn't even have words. Um, I think she's heroic. And she also
1: did an episode with us on CityCast Houston. Go check it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that gets you a spot automatically. Uh, yeah. yeah. I also, um, I love Brene Brown, um, the shame researcher, the major podcaster, self help, everything person who is not only from Houston, not only still teaches at University of Houston in the social work department, but is staying here. She reps Houston to this huge national audience constantly. Uh, the Suffers do her themes, one of her theme songs um, on one of her podcasts. Um, when we were talking about Simone Biles and how brave it was for her to, you know, just step up and say, no, I can't do it. I thought some of that is the revolution that Renee Brown has wrought, that she makes it okay to say, I'm not ready. And also she is such a swaggering Texan that for her to admit vulnerability, you know is super brave. So, let me mm-hmm. count, okay. We've got Barbara Jordan, uh Neen for Lorenzo, well, Phyllis so you Fry, had, like, and eight Renee people. Brown. <laughs> no, I've narrowed it okay. down. Okay, okay. Barbara okay. Jordan, okay. Renee Brown, yeah. Phyllis uh, Fry, and Ninfa Lorenzo. That's mine.
2: I think that yeah, that's a that's a pretty fantastic yeah. list. Alright, yeah. This has been fun.
1: It has.
0: That was Carleone Jones and A.K.L. Mauman. Now, A.K., what else is going on around town? Hey Lisa. The
2: Astros keep the good vibes going, winning their first game of the division series against the Mariners, 8-7, behind slugger Jordan Alvarez's crazy 438-foot three-run home run on starter turned reliever Robbie Ray in our home field. The Astros are coming off a five-day layoff due to the new structure of the postseason, so they basically got a bye week while the Mariners had to win a wildcard series to get to the big show after a 21-year drought. And right now, they're at a disadvantage as the Astros seem in perfect form to continue their domination of the American League.
0: That is it for our show today. We are working on an upcoming show about things to do for Halloween, ways to get in the mood for the scary season. If there's something that really works for you in Houston, would you give us a call and let us know? Our voicemail number is 713-489-6972. Tell us your name and what it is you do. We'll have that number in our show notes. Talk with you tomorrow. My
2: one thing, I was surprised that no one brought up CC Top.
0: Well, you'd have to do three guys with beards, and that's three of your slots. <laughs> well, two guys with beards and one guy named Beard. Oh yeah, good point.